You're listening to The Author's Leverage, where it's all about your book and how to create a greater impact and a greater income with it. This podcast is for the author who knows there's more you can do with that book. Whether you're publishing your first one ever or you've written multiple bestsellers, the path to greatness begins by looking around and seeing that you are, at this moment, standing right in the middle of your own acre of diamonds. My friends, your book is a brand. I'm Parshel Tashi, creative entrepreneur and education design architect, and I'll be your guide diving into the minds of successful authors, renowned publishers, and industry experts to glean practical wisdom you can integrate into your book writing, launch, and marketing strategies today. You'll hear straight from the source how authors like you were able to publish their best work and build wildly profitable, successful businesses around it. Welcome aboard the Author's Leverage. All right, we are ready to begin. Thank you so much for being here. This is the Author's Leverage, where I have the privilege of talking with amazing professionals who support authors in some way. So that way, as we are putting out amazing work to be published, we're being smart about it. We're being intentional and we're able to repurpose what we published in a lot of unique ways. That's what the Author's Leverage is all about. And today I'm joined by an amazing professional, uh, someone I've gotten to know over probably the last few months, I would say, and um, just enjoy her spirit and love what she talks about. And today, the topic at hand is about how to build chemistry with your audience. And I think that you're going to enjoy and get a lot out of this conversation. So let me introduce you to Laura Balampa. I think I, I, I'm, <laughs> it's such a, a, a unique name like mine, but uh, I'm so glad that she's here. Let me tell you a little bit about her. She's the founder, creative director, brand strategist, and speaker. And she is the chief brand alchemist at Lab Creative. She leverages her unique process to help entrepreneurs understand and embrace their magic and create explosive brands that stand out from the crowd, attract the right clients, and reach new levels of impact, influence, and success. Laura has been recognized for the chemistry she creates with her audience as she informs, inspires, and candidly shares insights into her own story of overcoming adversity and finding clarity in both life and business. So welcome to the Author's Leverage Laura. And Thanks for having me. Yes, and let's get your last name right. I want to make sure that I say that properly. <laughs> Beau Parlant. Beau Parlant. I, yeah. How did I do? I wasn't too bad on that. It was, well, you know, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I know. If people, if like for people who've studied French, so I'm, I'm in Canada, and so most people know enough French that they're like, they can kind of wing it, but outside of Canada or a non-French speaking country, they're like, I don't know what to do with that name. Yeah. But I, I know, I remember what it means, which is beautiful speaker. Exactly. So I definitely remember that. Well, I'm so glad that we're talking today and I love your story and how you've really established what you're doing uh, in the market to help other professionals, consultants, coaches, all the like, uh, to help establish their brand and have it to be something that stands out. So can you share a little bit about your background and how you navigated your way to this place of helping people this way? Yeah, definitely. So I actually studied graphic design. So my background, I'm a graphic designer. I did that for, you know, over 20 years. However, I'm now more of the art director and I have a graphic designer who's been with me for the last six years. So she does all of the design work. I help with sort of the big picture stuff. 
And so I actually, I've been an entrepreneur for 18 years. I started my first business uh, in 2004 after living abroad in Europe for three years and actually had trouble getting a job when I moved back to the country, to Canada. It was like, they didn't know the business I had worked for. And so they were like, oh, it was a very strange experience to kind of have lived abroad and worked. And they were like, yeah, no. <laughs> so I was, you know, I got a job. It was kind of a crappy job, but I actually called them my corporate sponsor because they they overhired and they they didn't really have enough work. So I used that time to develop my first business, which was a, a wedding stationery business. And it was very different. I was very graphic. Uh, you know, it's basically the style of wedding invitations you can get today was kind of what I started back in 2004. Wow. So very designed. I always said like, not your mom's and grandma's wedding invitations. I really wanted to bring that, that bold typographic look and style that I had developed, especially living abroad. And so I had that business for 12 years and really loved it. And then kind of fell out of love with the wedding industry and, and my business. I was like, I needed a divorce from the wedding industry. <laughs> and I kind of went on this journey to figure out what was next. And all along I had been doing design work for many businesses and helping them with their branding in particular in the events space. And, but I was like, is that what I want to do? And, and so I ended up going to a leadership retreat just over six years ago. Uh, and that was when I was challenged to think of myself as more than a designer, that I was actually, I really have a way to see people and tap into something deeper that they don't even see in themselves. And I just didn't have a process built around that, but it was something that I was doing. So from that, I ended up building Brand Camp, which is my signature program that I take everybody through that helps them build that foundation. That's where the magic comes in. That's where I help you find that magic. And then we can design the visual brand that really aligns with that magic. So Lab Creative and Brand Camp were born six years ago because I just knew that I needed to have, a sh I needed a shift and a pivot, which I know everyone's kind of tired of those words, but that was really what I needed. I needed a leap off a cliff really. And, and that's what this became. Wow. And you're, you're an author as well. You have a book. I do. Yeah. I can pull it out from over my shoulder. I even match it today. Let me get it in the right frame. Let me figure out where I am. There we go. <laughs> Brand chemistry. Oh, that looks so good. I love the color and, and everything. And it's, and it's even color inside. Ooh. It's all the pages. I love that. Yeah. I, I said, it's going to be the best looking business book you've ever seen. <laughs> so it's, the content's good too, you know, Yeah. but I'm like, if I'm going to write a book as a with the design background and no other books I found, especially on branding, speaking of writing books, and, and that's, you know, um, a lot of your, your clients, maybe people listening, all the business books on branding that I found were black and white, not very designed, not, and most of them were written by people who didn't have a design background. In fact, I didn't find a single one that was written by anybody with a design background. So I knew that was a differentiator that I could bring to my book. And so I'm like, well, on top of it being built around my process of brand camp, I wanted it to bring my design aesthetic uh, so that it also fits my brand. So if I post a picture of my book or anything related to my book or brand camp on my lab creative brand, it all goes together. I don't have a book that's like red or orange and it's like, where'd that come from? Like I'm even wearing yellow, like my wardrobe fits my brand. <laughs> 
That's that's really powerful. It, again, just across the board, um, just having a really good, strong connection between what you created and what you stand for and how you present yeah. that. It's huge. So talk a little bit about chemistry, because of all the words to use to describe brands and how we can what we can do with it. Why is the, the term chemistry uh, selected there? Well, chemistry, you know, it goes back to the business name, which is lab creative. So I wanted to conjure up this little bit of a sciency kind of thing to it so that it was really memorable. And so I do, I integrate that language into my brand. And that's important when you think about what it is that you do, you want to find that thing that will make you memorable. So for me, I'm all about chemistry. I use words like alchemy and magnetize and spark and all of these things that you would think about when you're doing science experiments. And so to me, chemistry with your clients, it's about creating a heart to heart connection, right? You don't want to create this brain to brain connection with people. It's very cerebral. It's going to be all about price, convenience, but when you create chemistry with people and they really believe in you and what you do, they will move mountains. They will like, they will pay more to work with you. They will wait longer and they will know that you're the only choice for them. And you can't do that through just a very cerebral, like, Hey, this is what I do. Here's my price, right? You've got to go deeper and build those connections and relationships with people. And so the key to that is chemistry. And I use um, baking analogies when I talk about chemistry because that helps everyone. Most people know that when it comes to baking, it, there, it's all about chemistry, right? You have to have the right ingredients, the right proportions, do things at the right time, the right temperature. Otherwise your cake is going to fall flat or something, nothing, it's not going to work right. So, and the same can be said about your brand. You need to have the right ingredients in your brand and, and have the right proportions and do things in a certain way in order to connect with your audience. So I use the chemistry language when I'm speaking, and when I'm, I'm talking to people and through our website, because they'll be like, oh yeah, she talked about the baking. She relates the baking, the chemistry and baking to the chemistry and branding. So not only does it tie in beautifully with what I do, with the business name, it's super memorable when I'm speaking as well. I love that. And it's, it's concepts like that, that help to make, you know, really complex topics more simple because everyone can understand baking and the ingredients that, you know, that are necessary to have a good cake. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, um, so I love that. Um, can you talk a little bit, cause you now starting to get about into audience and you mentioned having a heart to heart connection with them and someone who's written a book. I mean, that's one of their biggest objectives. Most of the time is not just to share information, but to actually connect with their, their reader and their audience. So today why is that more important than ever, in your opinion? Because there's so much more noise out there, right? Like, you know, there was enough competition and people on social and, and voices and, and you know, sounds and, and videos. Um, and since the pandemic, that has just accelerated. There's even more people that are going online and sharing content. And then the algorithms change. And like, you've just got to be very visible and present, but you have to be memorable. If you don't have a solid brand, if you just kind of blend in with what everybody else is doing, you won't have, uh, you know, people won't remember you. Now, I'm sure you've probably heard the saying that people need to see you six to eight times before they're likely to buy from you. And I heard that it's now closer to 20 times. Because there's just, we're inundated. I, I read a study that we see about 100,000 words a day. 
we're not reading them. It's no wonder people don't read emails anymore and or websites or even like the answer could be right in front of their face, but they're like, I just need you to tell me verbally or some other way. So we're just so overloaded with content that if we don't stand out and keep things simple, like you said, it's simplifying a complex thing and being memorable. If you're missing that consistency in your brand, if you're constantly posting things, but they don't even recognize that it's you or your brand, you're missing one of those 20 opportunities to connect with people. So it's going to be even harder to connect with them. Absolutely. And if someone were writing a book right now or in the process of getting ready to release one, what are some of the main uh, recommendations that you would give them to really have a solid foundation when it comes to how they connect with their audience, not just with the book, but then after the book is released? I would say write it in your voice. That was really important to me in writing my book. I did have a publisher. I worked with an editor and I said, it is super important that if somebody knows me and they read this book, yeah. that they're like, oh, this sounds like Laura. Or if you've read the book and then you meet me, you go, you sound just like you write. And, and that I had that feedback. There were certain sayings or like edits that the editor wanted to make. And I was like, I would never say that. I need it to sound like me so that it feels authentic. Um, so I think, you know, really writing it uh, well. I also, I've also read a lot of really bad self-published books. And I knew that I wanted to write a really great book. So I didn't want it to just be a just to say I'm an author. So I would say really understand who your audience is, like why you, why now? Um, and and what do you want people to get from this book? Not what do you want to get from it, right? What do you want your audience to get from it? And, and work backwards that way to then develop the content for it. And a lot of our conversation too is like, you know, getting the, the book or the work published, but then also what happens after it, you know, and the opportunities yeah. that exist on the back end. And if something is done in your voice and it's aligned with your brand and what you want to convey, typically it lends itself to being something, you know, that can be repurposed in several ways. So have you seen any Absolutely. instances like that or good examples where or, you know, suggestions when it comes to now that you have your book and it's out there, what you can do with it? Yeah, it's gotten me on stages, right? I've done tons of speaking. I've done collaborations. I just went to an event and I, I um, provided a copy of my book for all 100 attendees signed. So maybe I wasn't speaking at that event, but every single person got to walk away with a copy of my book. And every time I met somebody, I was like, oh, and you got a copy of my book in your gift box. And they were like, oh my gosh, I started reading that in the bathtub last night or I, that's so exciting. I can't wait to dive in. I've been wanting to read that. So it's just, it gave me an opportunity that it's like the best business card. It's the most expensive business card you'll ever like. It could be gold plated business card. It's not even close to as expensive as these books when you think about all of this stuff that went into it. But for me, it was just such a great opportunity to get on stages, get in front of an audience, being really known for something, get on podcasts. You know, people see you as like, oh, you're an author now. So they they see you. It really can elevate your your platform. But, you know, I do have a course that's based on Brandcamp. So I did it in the reverse of what you do. I, I created the course and then I wrote the book based on it. Um, but I think it could work, you know, it works well right. in either direction. Um, and then I had a social media person I hired and they went through the whole book and every month we focused on a chapter and all the content we created on our social 
for like eight months or 10 months, you know, we every month was focused on one and, and just we pulled apart quotes from the book, uh, case study from the book. Okay, here's this topic. How can we talk about it in a different way? And so we just blew out each chapter into a month's worth of content on social. Wow. That's powerful. And I, I love instances like that. And, you know, we're also gearing up to provide that same sort of option for those who have a book. Because the question is, what else can I do with it? As you mentioned, it's a business card, but it's an expensive one. And there's more that you can get out of it. So yeah. um, that's really interesting. Now, going back to uh, some of the conversation we had around building that chemistry with an audience, what are some of the main principles that you teach as it relates to that heart-to-heart connection that you can make with an audience? The first part is really, it's what we do in Brand Camp. It's really understanding what makes you different. Like, why should somebody come to you? What is the promise you want to make to the world? Like, how do you want to be known? And what's the essence of your brand? What's the personality of your brand? So we actually create a personality for the the business so that that helps you know, how does this brand write? How does this brand speak? How does this brand dress? How does this show up online, on social? What does it do? So it really helps you get that clarity so that you're not, you know, throwing spaghetti at the wall and you're not just sort of acting this way one day and then trying this a different way way, and you're showing up differently in different places. So having that foundation, getting real clarity on what makes you different and, and looking at your audience, audience from a different way. I look at, you know, we touch on demographics, but I, I focus on the psychographics. What do your clients value? What are their challenges? What's the impact they want to have? So we really understand the human side of it. People want to work with people, period, right? Obviously, they want to know, like, and trust you, but they want to work with people. And so when you can create that connection and show up as a real human, right? You want to have a polished brand. You want to, like, look professional for sure. But at the same time, you can't be so perfect that people can't relate to you. You can't be so up on a pedestal that people don't go, they go, okay, well, I'll never attain to that. Or, you know, she's just not relatable. So it's about mixing in like, yes, I'm an expert on this. And I'm also human. And here are some of my, you know, my quirks and my flaws and and the journey that I've had to show that. So a lot of it is also through storytelling. So I've actually just developed a new talk called um, Branding Through Storytelling, How to Curate Your Vulnerability. And it's, that's really where you start to dig into that. But you can't do that until you've got that really solid foundation first. Then you start to flush out your stories and how you can integrate those stories into your brand to connect with your audience on a deeper level. I love that. And the key word you said there was vulnerability. I was just about to, to mention that uh, next anyway, because in order to really build chemistry with another person, it you know it starts from you and where you're coming from. So you have to open up to certain aspects about yourself beyond your expertise. Yes. And just one caveat, I said, curate your vulnerability. So that's, there's, there's the key. There are a lot of people here. I need to be vulnerable. And then they just vomit their life onto social media. Like my audience needs to know everything that's happening in my life, the the stuff going on with my kids or my marriage is falling apart or like, I don't know how I'm going to pay my bills next month, blah, 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 blah. And it's like, whoa, we're, we're traumatizing our audiences and you're making them feel sorry for you. If they're like, if, if sympathy is the, um, emotion that's being 
uh, created, then that's the like you want to share from a place of healing. So I have a, a, a saying I heard years ago that I live by and I teach, which is to teach from your scars, not from your wounds. So if it's an open wound, it that is not where you share publicly. That is where you go to your therapist, your best friend, your, you know, whoever, um, your partner, your mastermind group, whatever. That's where you cry or you scream or you rage or you like get it all out and then you move into a place of healing when you can. <clears throat> then you can share it from a place of healing when you can look back at that. And if it's a relevant story to tell, but you don't have to tell everything. So it's really about curating those stories so that they see the human side of you and that you're more than than just your business, but you're not airing all of your dirty laundry. You are still entitled to a private life. Yeah, that's a huge distinction. Like teach from your scars, not so much your wounds. Like we still need to deal with those wounds, but it's almost like a relief to an extent for those that feel the pressure to, oh, I have to share my life. <laughs> on the internet and you're right exactly. you don't have to share everything and and it, I, I would imagine it could you know you mentioned impact your brand in a negative way to where people are associating with you out of a place of uh, sympathy or oh she's going through again and I, yeah. I, it's not as powerful for the brand altogether yeah do you want people to buy from you because they feel sorry for you it might result in a short-term sale but is that why you want people energetically? Like, is that what you want out in the world? And then they feel sorry for you and they may never do anything with like your course or whatever they've, they've just, it's like a sympathy buy. Mm -hmm. That's not gonna, yeah. not, that's not gonna last long. <laughs> All right, it's time for a short break. Let's hear a word from one of our sponsors. Are you an author and ready to leverage your book? Maybe you have a great idea for a course or program, but you need help fleshing it out with someone and making sense of what you have. If that's you, I want to invite you to schedule a free half hour strategy session with me. We'll take a look at your content together, talk about your goals, and I'll provide my professional and honest recommendations. No salesy stuff or surprises. So to schedule a call, visit theauthorsleverage.com forward slash course strategy. All right, now back to the show. No. And, and so the other question then is, so when it comes to curating your vulnerability to share online and in your content, um, how do, well, I guess, like you said, pick from your scars, but how can, even in that case, how can you find the right stories or nail those down that are going to connect with your, your brand? Yeah. And I've, I've had, I just did a workshop on this last month. So it's really about understanding <clears throat> well, first, it's actually just brain dumping stories, like looking, go back to your childhood, go to your adulthood, go to like relationships, school, travel, anything. It could be a funny story, an embarrassing story, dramatic, uh, trauma, traumatic. It could be a sad story. All of the stories just start to brain dump all of these things without filtering, without going, is this relevant to my business or not? Because you don't know. And, and maybe it will be, or maybe it won't be. Then you want to look at, okay, is there a business relevance? Is there a story? Does this somehow tie back to, um, you know, maybe for you, it's um, something that you did with a video, like in high school, you were on the, um, you know, something to do with a high school musical and you were filming or you were writing or doing something. And how can you tie that into your business? Right. Totally making that up. Then you want to look at like, is, you know, 
is this my story to tell? Is now the time to tell the story? And, you know, is this, is this relevant to my business? Will this, you know, why do I want to share it? So is this going to connect people to me? So they see me, am I going to share something that I learned maybe I did wrong or that something didn't turn out the way I wanted. And I want them to learn from that. So they don't go through the same thing really to kind of look at these stories. Um, so I have a story that I share where I, I talk about where I went on a flight down the Hudson river next to Manhattan with my dad in his single engine airplane at about a thousand feet. So it's a really unique perspective on Manhattan. Most people will probably never have this perspective of the city. And it got me thinking about my business and what I do for clients. Cause I'm like, I'm used to being in New York, like in the seat, in the city, on the streets, the noise, the sounds, the, the smells, the people, the cars, mm -hmm. looking up at the buildings, right? It's very different to be kind of flying almost right next to the tops of the buildings, looking down. And I'm like, oh, that's what I do for my clients. I give them that thousand foot view. I help them see what they can't see because they don't have perspective because they're in their business. So I wrote about that story and I talked about what I do for my clients through the lens of this story about flying with my dad down the Hudson River next to Manhattan. And people remember that story and have come to me and said, I need a story like that for my brand to talk about what I do. And we all have them, I would imagine. For sure. To, you know, in what you just described, just write it all out, every story you can think of, and then go back. And you'll keep adding. You'll you'll remember another old story or something new will happen. You're going to be like, oh, that's a story. I, I, maybe I can't tell it right now because I'm in it. <laughs> We've all been there. But maybe six months from now, I can tell the story or maybe maybe I won't be ready even then. And I love it. At the end of the day, it's it's creating that chemistry with the audience, like through the stories exactly. and through your stories. That was like a beautiful uh, direction you just gave all the listeners and how they can get started in that. And uh, and then from there, how can they get in touch with you if they want to go to that next step and, you know, secure and have a very firm foundation when it comes to their brand as an author entrepreneur? What do you recommend or how do you uh, what would you like for them to do? Yeah, so I have a small group session of Brand Camp actually coming up that starts on May 30th. So I've got okay. a few spots left for that. So if anybody is interested, you want to talk about working together or interested in building that really strong foundation, so you can find the stories to tell or write that book or whatever it is, create the course. Um, I do have some spots so I can share. It's labcreative.ca forward slash brand dash camp. Um, and maybe we can share the the link to that um, in the description or in a comment, where whatever works for you. Yeah, we'll make sure that that's in the comment for yeah those that are checking this out. That is so awesome. And um, one question I remember asking you or prefacing before we started recording is a question that I like to ask is if there's one word to leave behind that comes from Laura, what is that that one word for you that kind of encompasses what you stand for, what you believe, what you um, feel to be a very valuable word. It could be a noun, verb. Yeah. I think, I think chemistry is probably, the, <laughs> maybe that sounds obvious, but to me, it all comes down to that. I mean, I, I want to run a business where I get to work with amazing people that I love to work with. And that's about creating chemistry with them and where they value what I bring and I just get so much joy out of working with them and vice versa, right? We're all entrepreneurs. 
there's there's no point in creating a business where you get to work in relationships that you don't enjoy with people that make you miserable. I've had my fair share of toxic clients over the years. I now know how to avoid those, you know, 99% of the time. But it's it's about developing that chemistry with people and really building relationships and I've tried all of, you know, I've done all the big marketing things and tried all the stuff. And when it comes down to it, it's all about the relationships and the chemistry that I create with people, real people that creates a ripple effect, right? Those people may hire me or they'll talk about what I do or they'll buy copies of my book to give away or whatever, because they're like, oh, I just love your energy. And I just, I want to support you. And what do you need? And I'm referring clients. And so, if I wasn't creating chemistry with people, I'd be competing in all of the marketing noise that's online instead of just focusing on what is the magic that I offer and how can I help that transformation in other people. That is so, so powerfully said, especially because that's the one thing I hear a lot is, and we all experience is there's just so much noise out there, right? Anybody can get on YouTube and um, Amazon, really anywhere and get a number of topics, but it's the chemistry. It just boils down to that and the connection you have with the people you're helping. So I Absolutely. love this. So such a great conversation. I learned a lot. I'm going to go and uh, compile all my stories now. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> awesome. Because I, I usually tell stories all the time. I think it just naturally uh, comes up, but I have never gone through the process of actually documenting what are the, the stories that I'm telling and how they can connect. So uh, I recommend everyone do that. Also check out uh, Laura's book, uh, Brand Chemistry. Uh, beautiful read. I'm going to pick up a copy myself because uh, it's it feels like an experience, like the way that you showed and the uh, <laughs> I, I love books like that. So it's really inspiring. So I'll definitely be checking out a copy myself. Awesome. Thank you. Yes, yes, yes. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Thanks for being here, Laura. This was great. And uh, for those that are checking out, this as a replay or whatever you're going to catch this. Thank you for, for being here and being a part of this conversation. I definitely highly recommend checking out uh, what Laura has coming up her brand camp, which is a great opportunity uh, for any entrepreneur, any business owner is trying to get that uh, solid footprint uh, in your business. And she's going to do it in a way that connects you with them heart to heart, which is powerful. So uh, thank you for being here and we'll see you next time on the author's leverage. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of The Author's Leverage. You can subscribe to wherever you listen to your podcast. Hey, do me a favor. If you found this helpful, leave us a review and share this episode with someone it could help along their journey. To check out more resources, visit theauthorsleverage.com. Thanks again for tuning in. Until next time.